welcome again to Relative Reaction. Hello. As always, I'm your host, Travis. I'm Mama Brin. And we are ecstatic to have you here. Yep, yep. Before we jump into it, I do just want to make a quick little announcement. Make sure that you go over to our Facebook page. It's at mm-hmm. Relative Reaction. You can follow us on Twitter, Relative Reaction. You can even email us, relativereaction2018 at gmail.com. We absolutely love hearing from you guys. We really, really do. Yes. We want to keep those conversations rolling about this week's podcast. Right. Uh, let us know what you think. You got um, any good ideas for futures? Exactly. If you have a package thought you want mm-hmm. to see, if you have a cool story that you come across, let us know. I mean, we even if we don't put it in the podcast, we would definitely bring it up into a mention and tell us what we think and, you know, make some fun with it. So oh, yeah. We love hearing from you if you just are an amazing amazing soul and you want to make your way into heaven go over to itunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts at rate us that five star review and give us a comment that helps us more than you could ever imagine as we are really trying to be seen in the podcast world and move our way up make it more than just a a little local show and really really bring this thing big so uh i mean it all known that is about all the the big announcements I have as far as that part's concerned. All oh the, yeah, all the business shit side of it. You know, <laughs> get over to the get over to the good stuff. The business side part. is done. <laughs> How have you been this week? I have been awesome. That is great. I mean, we are on episode number thirty-seven this week. Woohoo! Thirty-seven is the number of plays William Shakespeare is thought to have written. Oh, if you know who William Shakespeare is. Mm. Yeah, sure. I have never read any one of those 37. <gasps> Not even Romeo and Juliet? Hell no. Macbeth? No. You. Taming of the Shrew. What? No. no. Okay. I didn't know that was him. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It is also the number of the great gnats or spirits worshipped in Burma. Ooh. Apparently there's like 37 deities and of different spirits that they worship that are considered the great ones. Mm-hmm. Number 37 is an unincorporated community in Pennsylvania. The town name is number 37. You poor it's old, town. <laughs> it's, a, it's an old coal town where they just, you know, used to be miners, unincorporated little town. Just Where you live, 37. Number 37. <laughs> Make it official. <laughs> <laughs> Lastly, Kepler 37B is the smallest known planet. Ew. But now for an episode even bigger than Kepler 37B. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I've, I've, had a, I've had a week. <laughs> uh, if you remember last week we were talking about Max having it. Yeah, yeah uh, yep, yep. I, I had to take him back down to the emergency vet again this Return week. visit. Oh, yeah. Which is nice. Do you know if, they, if you return back to the emergency vet within 30 days, you get a discount? <laughs> I never knew that was a discount. Turns out it is. <laughs> Not a discount you really want, though. You don't want to go after that discount. No, even with the discount, that was another $250 trip. <laughs> so, again, I'm going to make a plea like last week. If you feel like donating to the Pet Fund of Vets, please, They're adding up quick. Please hit me up. I will gladly tell you how you can donate, and I promise you it'll go straight to all those bills because we have them piling. <laughs> On a good note, Max is doing a heck of a lot better. Yeah, I said that last week, too. Yeah, I'm done saying that shit. <laughs> and he was. I finally got him back. He was doing better. Uh, at least this one didn't tell a five-day stay. That's true. That's that, true. That adds up. 
You think hospitals are expensive. Man, <laughs> they are not any better when you get to the event. <laughs> and, and, you know, it's not helping because I also began house hunting this week. I know, an amazing time for all this to happen, right? <laughs> so I've been spending my off time uh, after I get off of work and all looking up houses, going to see houses. With an awesome houses. realtor, though. I will say I have, blessed, <laughs> I have a really great realtor. Yes, she's awesome. I agree. But that is where most of my off time is spent if it's not giving Max medicines. He is now has a pharmacy. He has four <laughs> different medicines he has to take every day. He has to take them at certain times, so he has to get up in the morning, which he's not happy about. No. There is two of them that are every eight hours, one that is every 12, one that is every 24. I'm running a nursing home for a cat. And if you could see the face on the one... Oh my god, it's a gag face. It is awesome. I've got to get it on camera. <laughs> I'm sure he thinks the same thing. He's so happy with that. He always makes that gag face. <laughs> Which I always thought, like, medicine's so expensive and it's crazy for humans. Turns out, again, kind of like the hospital stay, vet medicine, not any better. No. One mm -mm. little bottle of antibiotics, and I mean, I mean this tiny-ass little bottle. 80 bucks. Yeah, I'm not surprised. It was 60 I was like, my good. It's just, I mean, like. For like doggy Benadryl when Dozer got bit by a spider. I believe, like, it's just crazy to me to think that the antibody, I mean, is such a small bottle. And obviously, mm. it's not like he takes much. But no. still, that, that's Dozer insane told, for that amount of medicine. three of them. Three of them for $65. That's why I said that's like insane to think, you know, this little bottle of medicine is worth that much. You know, that there's that much in that little little teeny bottle <laughs> they're crazy and it probably takes them like what three bucks to make it i have no idea medicine is such a outrageous thing that's a whole different podcast because i could go off and just you wouldn't <laughs> let's not get on the soap quiet <laughs> yet we have new stuff i'm just saying uh i mean this week did you hear beyond all that crazy shit bryce harper has a record-breaking deal baseball yes i heard and i don't i don't agree with it but hey is bryce good hell yeah probably the best in baseball right now however 13 years 13 years 330 million dollars and he's what 26 now yes i believe he's 26 yeah see that's uh that's putting a long shelf life on him and as we know sports is quick man well, he's, you figure he's already been in baseball for, I think it's like either four or six years. Yes. Which, I mean, it, again, isn't like an insanely long no, time. No, but... But it, to add I think that on to 13 years, right. how many famous sports people do you know that have 20-year careers? Very few. That are, oh, I, I, I guess I should put this in, that successfully have a 20-year career. There you are. Besides like it. your... Chipper Jones mm -hmm. or your uh, Steve Nash. Had Steve one. Nash, thank you. That's who I was trying to think of, actually. I mean, like I said, they are out there. But they're How long rare. Was your own medicine. Your boy. Oh, the bus. Because he was in for a while. Oh, and yeah. He had a successful. You know what I mean? He they really... kept asking if he was going to retire, like for his last six years. Yeah, I so, love the bus. So there's some out there that it oh, happens. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, as much. And as... can still produce. Yes. And as much as you hate him in hockey, your boy has been around for a while, and he is still not terrible. He's Ew. what? Who do you love the most in hockey? Former Penguin. Mm -hmm. Some call him the greatest of all time, but you Mario like Mario Lemieux? 
but you like to argue saying it's Mario Lemieux. Yes, it is. And you say best of all time, I say Mario. Because I don't know anybody else. Would be at number 99? No, I have no idea who that is. <laughs> and did he play with cancer? No. No, but I, mean, I just say, like, I... As much as Wayne Gretzky, I know he's a wine and all, but he is another one that has had a, a yes. giant long career that, while, no, he's not producing like he was when he was younger, he does still, he was still <coughs> producing. It wasn't absolutely null and void. No. no. <laughs> so, I mean, it's just rare. Like, that's... No, it is. It's very rare. I'm always scared to take that big of a bet. I think it's too much of a chance. 13 years? Ooh. And he's not even... It's not even like he was always with the Phillies and they were just making him a franchise, making sure he retired as a right. Philly. They picked him up to try to make him the face of their thing. I'm but just, he was all like, yeah. I don't know. That's just it's very weird to me. I think it's risky even signing a rookie for 13 years. I would never sign a rookie because you never know. You got to exactly. You have to give them a year to see how they play out right. in the league. Right. No Agreed. matter how great they are, you got to see how they meld with the league. Exactly. I just I think it's risky. I love Bryce Harper. I think he's amazing. Oh yeah, Bryce Harper. But is absolutely I just great. don't know if thirteen years from now he and will... he definitely started and made the Nationals a team. Oh yes. Like they finally started fighting these last mm -hmm. couple of years, and I think it's mostly due to him. Amen. I'm not saying there wasn't other great players. But no, but he was he definitely, definitely helped a lead that that charge to make him a team. And I mean, I I don't like him. Risky. Playing against him. I like Risky. watching him. If I'm not playing him, but as a Braves fan, he's in the same division. He didn't even move out of the division yet. No. He just moved over to the Phillies. <laughs> so that's really not good for me. <laughs> now I know I'm always going to have to face Bryce Harper. <laughs> uh, I did see in Montreal that when they were having all that weather this last week, yeah, they had a big 75-car pileup on the highway. Ow. And in true Canadian fashion... They a all probably game. all got out and said, sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. Oh, no, no. Even more <laughs> Canadian than that, a hockey game broke out on the highway. <laughs> they literally, love it. Because obviously it just backed everything up for forever. <laughs> so they literally got out and only Canadians have enough shit on them in their cars, first of all, to have sticks and shit. And I got a stick and puck, anybody else? But of course. And, of course, it's obviously icy, i.e. the 75-car yes. pileup. Mm -hmm. So they literally just played a hockey game, a makeshift hockey game in the middle of the highway while waiting for traffic to clear up and the accident to clear up. And telling the police, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I just can't believe We're like, sorry. I'm We're like, so you know, sorry. We, I, I, I love Canada. I really do. I would love to visit Canada. <laughs> I loved when I went up there to visit a few times. I've gotten to meet Thank, I'm, I'm blessed in the sense that right. being with the military so long, I've gotten to meet many Canadians. Yes. Because a lot of the bases are shared and all. Mm -hmm. And I've yet to meet one that wasn't amazing. And I have a couple really great friends now that are Canadian that I still talk to on a regular basis. So, I, you know, I would love yes. to go visit. But I just, you, you have to wonder how much of a stereotype it is when this actually <laughs> happens. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> when they it. legit break out into oh, a hockey Canada. <laughs> and then, did you see this week? First of all, there was a stupid challenge going around. I know. Shock. All dismay. <laughs> no. It's one of those every week, it seems. The challenge of the week was to throw cheese oh, at your baby. What yes. the fuck? I seen that. What, what the, the hell? hell is wrong with you parents? It doesn't even make sense. There's not anything to it. It's literally just throw piece of cheese at your 
Baby. It's stupid. What the hell? What the hell is wrong with you? What? Let me throw this piece of cheese at my child's face and see if it sticks. Why? I don't know. Why? Uh, did you also stupid see shit. that it's something that I didn't know, and I, I used to wear Vans all the time. Yes. Growing up, I was that, that punk emo. That was my... That was my thing. You know, it's how I, I the, the kind of shoes I wore. Mm -hmm. you know, it was the skater shoes. It was the I music I listened to. I remember that we bought to. that one pair you got to design yourself. Oh, yeah, and it was black on black. Yes. If that shows, if that <laughs> delves you in a little bit into middle school and beginning of high school. It was shades school, of black. Young Travis, that's what it was, was when you think of the emo and punk of, you know, circa 2003 or 2008, that's where I fit in. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> Well, did you know that when you throw them, they always land face up? No. They won't flip over. Like, and there's a chat, there's a video, <laughs> and I was watching a video this morning even of people just throwing them in different ways and, you know, trying to make them, and they literally always go back. It's the craziest thing ever. That's weird, and I it love it. It is the weirdest thing ever, and I was so amused. I should not have been amused to find this video <laughs> and then end up watching all three minutes of it, but it's I did. It's better than watching somebody throw cheese. Okay, that's driving. I didn't get caught in any of those videos. <laughs> I was just like, I I used to own those, and I never even knew. That's all I uh -uh. wore were Vans. I didn't know that either. <laughs> uh, and then I oh, did, did you, see. I have oh, one little What's bit up? of info. Did you see there was a major avalanche on a major road in Colorado? No, I didn't. Yeah, somebody got film of it and all. Ooh. It was like Route, I believe, 33 or something. I can't remember the exact number. Oh, but wow. But it goes through Colorado. It's a main road, you know. Oh, yeah. And an avalanche just whoosh. Wow. How long is that road going to be closed for? They don't know. They were, you know, I mean, clearing it up. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a, an hour fix to no, shovel off the, the road and yeah. call it good. The film of it is amazing. I, oh, I would like to watch it. I, avalanches are... I mean, they are super destructive, don't get me wrong. Right. But there is a beauty to them. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Like, you can watch some of the videos of avalanches, like, especially ones that they set off, um, controlled avalanches mm -hmm. that aren't over on the roads. They just set right. off to make sure they don't become dangerous. But it's like, I don't know, there's something beautiful just to watch it just slowly it all shift, and then just you see it speed up and just... It, I it, I love like fades out so quickly too, just so peacefully, just yes, and it leaves that coat. It's I don't know, it's weird and beautiful. I not to sound demented. Well, I mean, but... I think we're way past that. We are thirty-seven <laughs> episodes in. <laughs> I'm very interested in natural disasters because there is a beauty to almost all of them. There really yeah, is. I mean, a volcano. Volcanoes freaking are beautiful, stunning. When you see an ice storm, oh my gosh, it's picturesque. Yeah. I don't want any of them to happen, but damn it, they're beautiful when they, they do. Are. There are some beautiful, like, even something as simple as lightning when lightning yes. storms happen. Agreed. People take photographs of lightning all the time because they are just, it's something about lightning. Yeah, I guess that is a good point. Even snowstorms, everybody always takes yes. so many pictures because it's pretty afterwards. A blizzard is freaking beautiful when you get those big old puffy flakes coming down. I'm sorry, it's beautiful. Been through a few of them. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. I've been through a couple this year. <laughs> yeah, been through earthquakes. Those are amazing. Yeah, but those aren't really picturesque. Those not aren't picturesque, they but they're amazing to be through because you're like... Zzz, zzz. 
Well, not in Jets, more electrocution. <laughs> I think you were playing in the outlet when the earthquake <laughs> happened. <laughs> I like natural disasters. Yeah, for the most part. I mean, I, I don't know. Some of them are pretty, some of them aren't. No, no. Like, hurricanes okay. don't have any beauty to them, really. No. I've They're stood cool out in a radar. hurricane in the start of a hurricane, not the aftermath or what do they call that, the tail end. I'm not, that's crazy. But with the beginning, I stood out in one just to see it because, like I said, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a freak when it comes to that stuff. I like it. So I'm standing outside, and then it was down in Guam. We were having a super typhoon paca. And it was coming through, and it was belting my face so hard, I literally had red marks everywhere wow. from the rain pelting me. That's when I knew it was time to go inside. Yeah, Enough watching from the outside. Let's go in. <laughs> Which, if you're not sure, a super typhoon is literally, like, uh, I think it would be equated to, like, a Cat 5 hurricane. Right. On the Atlantic side, but it's a Pacific storm. Exactly. So it's, it's the Amazing, exact same though. concept of a storm just spins the other way, and it's in the other ocean. <laughs> just an experience. Yeah, it's definitely interesting. Like I said, I will say even then, hurricanes, like, I do, I am fascinated to watch them on radars, on, like, weather radars. Yeah. How they spin out like that, and mm -hmm. how, because you can tell so much by just looking on the radar of how strong it's going to be. Is it really compact? Is it really spread? Is it slow? Is it I fast? Love it is it spinning? Is it... Because they try to track it, you know, they try to say, well, it's going to go northeast, northwest, and then it just takes a turn or dies out automatically. And they're like, Do we not well. remember just last year? <laughs> it's going to hit North Carolina, South yeah. Carolina, Virginia. No, North, South. No. Yes, no. exactly. <laughs> I think just they got a handle on it. And just but... kind of throwing it off. Uh, I did see, and I know this is going to go back into the demented side of things. <laughs> but as, as we've talked about before, we do have a fascination with crime. Yes. But it's okay. They know me on this side if I'm demented. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that, like, Texas just had a killer who I think he was, uh, he killed, like, four people back in, I think it was 89. Okay. Well, he just got executed last week. Yes. Did you see what his last words were? No. His last words were, that'll be $5. <laughs> that was his, that was his last words. That's what he chose, huh? Of all the things, that is what he chose. Hmm. All right. He had like people in there and all. He was 70 years old now. Uh, hmm. He was once described as one of the prosecutors as having a heart full of scorpions. He's a wonderful guy. Wonderful guy. Nice. Nice man. <laughs> I still like uh, John Wayne Gacy's the best. Kiss my fat ass. Yeah, yeah. That was that was always a. He was a good guy. He was a good guy. One of the good ones. <laughs> they, they did. They asked him to make a final statement and Cobble replied. That'll be $5. Okay. All he right. Told, he, he selected five witnesses to be in attendance that he lo that loved him or that he said they loved him anyway. They found somebody? That's what he said anyway. <laughs> he just goes, that'll be $5. He nodded and then added, take care. All right. That was Super. His... Super. I was just like. Nice. 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 I couldn't believe that was his, that was his big hoorah at the end there. <laughs> yeah, That's a, what you're going to be. Yeah. Do you have good. a final statement? That'll be five statement. That'll be five dollars. <laughs> I'm just imagining them like looking at them kind of like quizzically like and I could just see him like, mm -hmm. take care. I'd be like, like, like nodding like, yeah, that's what I meant. What would your <laughs> last words be? Mine, I'd be like quoting Shakespeare. If you prick me, do I not bleed? No. A rose by any other name is yet a rose. If I die, mm -hmm. I'm going to have 
famous last words because it's going to be something sarcastic that my ass got myself into. <laughs> I will I will sing my last words. I know it. No, it'll be a... I'll be bet like, you won't <clears throat> hold my beer. Cue the piano, please. <clears throat> All right, ready? Some folks dream of the wonders they do. Okay. I'm just saying, that. those are going to be my last words. I'm going to sing them. No, I'm, I, I'm telling you, it's going to be something sarcastic that's probably going to get me killed. I won't even know it's going to be my last words. Yet it'll be something smart-ass. I'll like, sing I've got the golden ticket. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good that's a good going out song. I don't care who you are. Sing Stairway to Heaven. There you go. See? Yeah, you got some good <laughs> stuff happening. Oh my goodness. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on. What do stories do we oh. have this week? <laughs> <laughs> okay. For my first story, I have I'll sue ya. That's, that's right. a good weird owl song. Yeah. I'll sue. Okay. <clears throat> An Alabama woman who recently divorced due to her infidelities, yes, that's plural, is oh, I suing. It was like a new brand, like infidel, <laughs> and then you have like, these like t-shirts that are infidels. No, what are they Actually, selling? That would be a good t-shirt for infidels. Yeah. T-shirts for infidels. Infidelities. Yeah. Infidelity. Hey, we're going to start our own little ISIS group. We'll be called the infidelities. Okay. Are anyway. you seriously trying to get us off the air? No. <laughs> and I, I, we're not starting not in, and it was a joke. Joke. People laugh. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, she, due to her infidelities, I like that word now, is suing a background checking site for providing her husband with the proof he needed for the divorce. <laughs> her husband had his suspicions when his wife was leaving at all hours for various appointments he oh, went were appointments <laughs> yeah he went to a background site entered his wife's name and much to his surprise several dating sites came up not one not two but several and uh, yeah and they all had profile pics of her and saying she was single and not married yeah anyway the wife is seeking unexpected, unspecified, my bad, amounts against this particular website. This website states that all of the info it provides is all on public domains. Yep. So she doesn't have... Well, when you're on a dating site, he could have... Maybe he wanted to cheat on you and start a dating site and yes. found your name. Like, there, there's nothing... Nope. I, wonder... I, I don't... I don't... I think this should be thrown out of court, not heard. I don't think there should be a judge out there going, yeah, I'll decide. No, it should just be thrown out. I God, I hope so. But, I, you know, I worry about that shit. Like, yes. People, There's always the going to be a lawyer so somewhere. I'll anymore. defend her. She has a right to privacy. Yeah, well, yeah, she, has, she a, has a right to stay uh, in her, in her marriage, too. Yeah, stay in your own bed. There you go. Keep your pants up. Skirt down. Whatever you wear. Skirt down? I'm pretty sure that's not... No, I meant skirt not like up over your head. <laughs> oh. You know, I like, was going Wee! down on the floor. I'm thinking... <laughs> pretty sure her skirt was down. <laughs> I just... I don't understand. It's like, crazy. I wonder if she was on Farmers Only. <laughs> I doubt it. She's on a Christian website. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> She's... Oh, what is that one? There... There's a big Christian one. What is that? The fishes? There's no, plenty of fishes. fish one. I know there's plenty of fish. Yes. Is that the Christian one? Plenty mm -hmm. of fish? 
Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, there's plenty of fish. You got Tinder, she just wants one night. Bumble, she wants to talk first. I'm, I'm sure there's like so many out there, it's unreal. Oh yeah, there is. But you shouldn't be able to sue, that's just ridiculous. You're an Alabama Ancestry.com. <laughs> that's like just saying <laughs> you, you went to go burglarize a house and they didn't have any money, so you're going to sue them. <laughs> you know? Well, damn it. <laughs> damn it to hell. You didn't have nothing but five bucks. I'm suing. Wasting my whole night. Yeah. That was cost more than the gas to get over here. <laughs> That's bullshit. Well, over to my first story. My tooth smells. Okay. All right. Sure. Is that your story or is that a comment? <laughs> <laughs> That's his last words. <laughs> there you go. A Danish man recently received some unusual and perhaps frightening news. The unnamed 59-year-old man from Denmark was recently relieved after years of symptoms related to his nasal passage. He always had like discharge or he had congestion and he lost the smell is he lost his sense of smell. Ooh. And they had no idea why they couldn't figure out, you know, like what was causing all of these symptoms. Uh, obviously they're thinking, you know, it's something in the nasal passageway, you know, there's right. got to be something. Well, Doctors discovered an extremely bizarre case after a little while. There was a tooth growing in his nose. Ooh! <laughs> These symptoms were decidedly worse on his left side of his nose, and the patient tried endless litany of remedies to eliminate all of his suffering. And I mean, he went so far as to applying topical steroids in the hope that that might, you know, do something wow. to help. Wow. Finally, after being subjected to a CT scan, the patient learned that there was a now obvious reason for his chronic symptoms. A supernumerary tooth. And I don't know if I said that right, but that's the medical term for it. Was he like a twin? Because they say that um, sometimes if you have a twin, the one twin dissolves the other twin. And then, like, the one dude had a tooth in his brain. Oh, that's creepy. Yeah. I don't know if he was or not because he's... He, he, Wants to remain unnamed. Well, yeah, I can't. Hi, everybody. I'm the guy with the tooth in his nose. Although, in all honesty, that's not like a bad thing. It's not like something he could... No. He didn't do something stupid to be like, I don't want to be... Well, he could be a sideshow and brush it. You know, that's I'm just saying. weird. What, what goes through your mind? You don't want to know. I am so you worried. Should, you should know the stuff that I don't say out loud. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, so I don't know if he was or not. It doesn't say that he was, mm -hmm. but I don't know how much info they have on him because I'm presuming they have info on him probably, but I don't know. Um, in extremely rare cases, teeth can grow upwards into the nasal cavity rather oh. than descend into the mouth. Over the course of approximately half a century, only 23 cases wow. of this occurrence have ever been formally documented. Beyond that, it seems likely, at least according to physician's account, that the 59-year-old had lived with a tooth in his nostril for many, many years. Hmm. So they think that it just, and it finally started bugging him, and then obviously the time yeah. it takes to figure out that there's well, a fucking had, tooth in your nose. Yes. I had a tooth in the roof of my mouth that I got removed when I was, a, I don't know, maybe 25, 30. I don't know how old I was. But later in life is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, and it, it wasn't was like in, a young kid finding yes, it. And there is still a hole there where it once was. They said in his younger years he had mentioned that uh, he had significant facial trauma, but the doctors don't think that that incident has anything to attribute to the tooth being there. They don't think like it was because of that that it got pushed up. They think it was just truly he what if, to be, you know, you know what, that one in the million case or even right. more so. But what if that 
tooth decayed up there. Could you imagine what kind of trauma that would cause? Oh, yeah, like if it had... Yeah. Oh, I don't know, like you would have to... I, I wonder if it had like roots and stuff, you know, like a tooth does? I wonder. They said it was um, removed by the usage of a pair of forceps that was wow. covered in mucus at the time. <laughs> but, I mean, so obviously it looks like it would be taken out like wow. a normal tooth. It didn't look like they had a cut open. I wonder if something happened. They would actually have to, like, cut almost it. cut into his facial cavity to, remove to it. get it. Wow. Yeah, because your your nasal passages really go deep into your, well, you know what I mean? Throat. Yeah, that's they, a, They're wow. literally connected to your throat. Wow, wow, wow. That's weird. Weird as shit. I would want the tooth afterwards, though, I gotta be honest. I still have my tooth, so. You know, actually, I, I probably would, actually. Yeah, that's pretty I cool. Say, oh, but I don't know, this is something... It's, it, what's really cool is to see how big the tooth is that they remove from you. That's kind of cool. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm gonna start my own little... Sideshow there. Yeah, you know. Sideshow oh. Bryn. Hey, all right. <laughs> That's just, it's so, I, I couldn't imagine being the doctor being like, what is wrong? Because you know they yes. got to be racking their brain going, I don't understand what's caught. Like, there's got to be something here. But if there's 23 cases over 50 years that have mm -hmm. been formally documented, that's probably not the first thing you go to. No. Many people suffer from nasal congestion and sinus pain. Sure. I doubt any of them. The number one, their nose. Right. The number one cause for rhinoplasty is nasal problems. Having a nose job. Oh, okay. The technical term. You could have said nose job. You have to make me look dumber and dumber every week. <laughs> it's uh, it's a job I'm up for, that's all. <laughs> it's, it's a job I unfortunately uh, <laughs> allow you to do fairly easily. <laughs> so, but yeah, I just couldn't. I, I, when that's I read weird. that, I had to read into that story. And I'm like, there's no way... That that is like a, a legit tooth in his nose. They're just thinking like they're calling it that. I'm reading more and more. I'm like, no, it's a. Could it's you imagine the tooth. doctor when he finally figured it out though? He was probably like, oh ha! You know he's gotta be. Th no, he had to be going like. No. What the hell? No, I'm reading this wrong. He hey, got on his hey, computer and looked up how many teeth are in people's nasal passages. No, you know he's calling his buddy, J Jimmy. Jimmy, <laughs> come, here, come here, come here. You gotta see this. I'm, am I looking at that right? <laughs> is that a tooth? Do you see a tooth? Tell me if you tooth. see a tooth. <laughs> it's like, uh, where's Waldo? Where's the tooth? <laughs> see if you can find it. Go ahead. Uh, well, I'm going to head over into our package thoughts. Mm -hmm. If you want to kick off that, because we got a special package thoughts today. Oh, yeah. And I'm dun, pretty dun, excited dun, for this one because this happens once a year and I'm really excited for it. Drum roll, please. Okay. <laughs> that was my drum roll. What do we have? <laughs> We have M&M's. You're like, what? Everybody done had an M&M. Nah, 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 nah. These are the three new ones that they're going to vote for. You can vote for the Thai coconut peanut M&M, which we will try first. How about that? Oh, I guess. I'm worried for one of these. I like it. Very coconutty. Yeah, I do. I like that a lot, actually. Mm. I like that one. I'm impressed that's how good. much I like that. Okay. Well, that's a good voter. If that one wins, I will not be. Now, mm. for the one Travis has been dying for. Oh, God. <laughs> the jalapeno peanut. God. The Mexican God. jalapeno. It. it tastes like dirt and it's spicy. <laughs> it's not spicy and um, kind of lackluster. 
<laughs> I'm not. He's over here fanning himself, and I'm not getting any freaking spice. I okay. don't do. We've been through this before. We've had other things on the show that are spicy. I don't do spicy <laughs> well. And the third one. It wasn't one. like terribly spicy like the last one. No, 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 no. That Snicker bar. Yeah, remember that was the Snicker yeah. bar we had. Oh, that no. was good. No, I remember that. No, it was not. Oh, that was delightful. I was damn near sweating after that. It's <laughs> a little much. Oh, and which, the third one, English toffee. I'm pretty excited about this one. Yeah, this one. Mm -hmm. Definitely a toffee flavor. Ooh. That's pretty I think good. I like that one the most. I think I really my like vote's going to go for the coconut. I really like that toffee. I, I did like the coconut. Don't get me wrong. Like, I enjoyed the coconut one, and I wouldn't be I wouldn't be mad to see that out on shelves. No, but the toffee one was really good. Don't get me toffee. wrong. That was quite good. The jalapeno, lackluster. I taste it like dirt. Not enough spice. It was very... It ugly. was not... It was plenty... It was unspicy. No. Yeah. Anyway. Now, I know we've done M&Ms on the show before. Oh, yes. Back, um, they had the specials for, I think it was fall, when they were doing the pecan pie and the candy, candy corn. corn ones that we did. Mm-hmm. When we did the special month of October. And I remember we did the, the M&Ms then, so we had a couple facts about them. Right. But I did find out, I figured one that stuck out for this mm-hmm. one, because this year's voting, like last year they did crunchy uh, M&Ms. Right. All three flavors had a crunchy. Mm-hmm. This year's all three are peanut M&Ms with different flavors that they want us to try. And you have to vote to win on it. You could win a trip around the world. Did you know when the peanut M&Ms came out? I know it was, uh, gosh, I can't remember now. 1954 is when uh, the peanut M&M came out. I love peanut M&Ms. So do I. They are my favorite. Of all the M&M's, they are my favorite mm-hmm. peanut M&M's. Though I do a really, really, really close second is when they have the almond ones. Okay, I, I do like the almonds. I like the dark chocolate almond ones. Mm-hmm. ones that are in the dark chocolate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of good M&M's. There are. The mint ones are good. Mm-hmm. The peanut butter ones are good. And one time they had a cherry the regular one ones out are good. for Valentine's. Okay. It was a cherry cordial. I don't think I tried that one. You had bought them for your grandmother, who does not like M&M's. She's crazy. But she doesn't, and that was the only M&M she's ever liked, and we've never been able to find them since. <laughs> so. Mm. But yeah, that was just like a little a little special package thought this week, because mm. I wanted to throw that I out I would there. try them all if I were you. I'd vote for the uh, Thai coconut. I, I look forward every year when the M&M's, they've been doing this now for what, like four years? Yeah, I love that. Once a year they come out and they do mm-hmm. the three flavors and you vote for them. Mm-hmm. I look forward to that. So I'm really excited that this year when it came out, we I, we have this podcast, we have a special segment called Package Sauce that it fits so perfectly oh, yes. with this for us to try the three flavors and tell you our thoughts. Uh, I Like I said, I think I'm going to vote for the toffee one. I'm pretty sure that's what I'm going to go and vote for. But I wouldn't be mad with the coconut one winning. I yeah. really wouldn't be. It was also good. The only one I was disappointed in was the jalapeno. Spicy disappoints every time. No, it wasn't spicy. <laughs> that was the disappointment. <laughs> okay. Uh. <laughs> Next, please. Sorry, that's an old commissary joke. <clears throat> Next story is called Get At. Yeah, I like that. You like that? Get At. Okay. Get At what? Get out. Get at what? Get out. Out. See? You can't Get out, you jag off. Okay. 
30-year-old Michael Rotundo was taken to court by his parents. Was he fat? Uh, no. Huh. Rotundo. Oh, hi. I picture that being a very fat person. That that would be good. Could you imagine if he was, though, how much he got teased in school? (laughs) I mean, let's just face that. Rotundo. Hey, Rotundo. Fucking asshole. (laughs) He's taken to court by his parents. They are trying to get Michael to move out of the damn house already. And he won't. He refuses to leave. Oh, trust me, the boy would leave if he was mine. They had given him five notices, an offer of money to leave, but he just flat out refused. He stated that he was not ready to support himself at that time. I'd be like, oh, no, he didn't. (laughs) I'd be changing locks and kicking his ass out. But anyway, Rotundo chose to represent himself in court. Smart choice. Oh, Shows yeah, you how that's, smart that's always a winning, a winning <laughs> yeah. scenario right there. And the judge cited that the notices were sufficient enough and he must evacuate immediately. Do you know, I don't know if you remember he this. He plans to appeal, though. Of course he does. <laughs> I don't know if you remember, there was a show, I think it was on ABC Family, if that's even still a channel, I don't know. Okay. Uh, it was probably 15 years ago now. It was called Kicked Out. And the premise of the show was these people would go. They would be like a person that would, would not leave their parents' house, you know, because they were spoiled ass kids that. or something like that. Yeah. And their parents were sick and tired of them. Right. These kids, they would refuse to get a job. And I say kids. They're their kids, but they're all... Adults. Yeah. They're but then all you have 25 to, think, to 30. Isn't it partially the parents' fault? And I'm sure it is. Well, these parents, the premise of the show is these parents were tired of it and yes. was like, we want to, yeah. you know, we, they, they need to grow up. We understand it went on too long. We've tried. They mm-hmm. won't. These kids, they wouldn't have jobs. They didn't know how to do laundry. Well, the premise of the show, they would come over. They would wake them up. The kids had no idea or the people. I keep saying kids because it's their yes. children, but they're not <laughs> kids. <laughs> the adults. Exactly. They would come over and... like grab their shit out of a box they would like what are you doing what are you know you're moving put it in a moving box move them into an apartment and the show would give them the apartment for a week give them a job you know set them up with job interviews make them have a job learn how to budget and you know like try to function for a week and that was the the goal you know see if they could do it and it's amazing there would be ones that they wouldn't know how to do laundry they wouldn't know how to turn on like the stove or how to microwave something <laughs> you see that's what i mean that's partially the parents fault the one i remember had got a job at a driving range some person hired him at a driving range he had an interview mm-hmm. and he wouldn't all his goal all he had to do was like drive around and pick up the balls from the driving range right he couldn't do it that they I, would have to learn about it. That, that's what that reminds me of. I, I loved that show, and I've never been able to find it since. And I wish that would be more of a thing, because yes. I thought it was a really good premise of like, okay, no, you're... Maybe I, I just like laughing at stupid I people. know from being military, not me military, but my husband military, how many kids, as my husband says, get dropped off at the gate off their mama's bosom? As if to say they know nothing 
and they truly don't. You will have these kids that are completely and totally dumbfounded by their independence. And that's partially the parent's fault. Oh, yeah. You, like, want to take the parent and choke them. Yeah. Have you never taught your child how to do anything? Oh, yeah. Uh, that's why I said that in the show is still with mostly spoiled-ass yes. kids. But it just I, that's that's what that makes me think of is that show. That's I do remember that show. Nice. I that had to be like what? They like had to be like fifteen years ago. They like woke them up like uh, military style too, didn't they? Like Oddly, you know, oh, get yeah. up, pop up, the whole I thing. So. I, I, I remember, remember the logo that. for the show was a uh, uh, like a crate. With the footprint on it yes. that said kicked out. It was in the green. And they had one dude. They made him get up. He was sound asleep. They made him get up and carry his mattress out. I remember <laughs> that. I remember that now. Because he was like, what the? And they're like, get your mattress. And he's like, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Good good times. I wonder if that's on Netflix. I haven't, I haven't seen it anyway. That'd be good. Okay, what's your... Second story. My second story is Indiana joined the club. Okay. Indiana gets its first national park, bringing the U.S. total to 61 national parks. Oh. On the shores of Lake Michigan, we just got a new national park officially on February 19th. Indiana Dunes National Lakeshore was upgraded to a national park, making it the 61st national park in the system. And the very first ever in the state of Indiana. Wow. Which, at this park, it includes 15 miles of Lake Michigan shoreline, uh, visitor beach and camping access, 15,000 acres of, I mean, it's just, it's very diverse. Like, it's actually really beautiful, the pictures. It has beaches and woods and prairies and marshes because of the way it's, like, the location of it. Sounds beautiful. It's just so diverse. And even in this 15,000 acres, you just have all of these merging together. And now that it's a national park, we can get in for free. Military. Nice. <laughs> uh, more than 3 million visitors come to the Indiana Dunes each year. And the senators who are actually like really pushing to make this a national park and are making the bills for it and all, hope that the name change of being a national park now will attract even more visitors, visitors. than what it was already getting. What does it take to make it a national park? Like what? I'm not 100% sure. I think it has a lot to do with, like, your senators have to, like, put the bill together and then send it up to the Senate. Oh, so you almost, like, have and to And then apply. they deal with that. Okay. On whether it's a or not. Now, what categories and what, like, details they're looking for to make it mm-hmm. an national, I have no idea. Okay. Well, that's, I'd like to visit that. It, like I said, I was looking at some of the pictures and all and hearing about it, and it does sound beautiful. The uh, superintendent of the park was actually saying, 103 years in the making. What a terrific tribute to the neighbors, partners, visitors, and national park staff. Ooh. So I guess it's, it's they've always wanted it to be a national park. And like I said, it's 103 years old. And it's not a giant park. Uh, about 15,000 acres. So... Which, I mean, is is a great land mass. But, I mean, for national park size, it's you have not, things like... yeah. <laughs> no, for a national park, yeah. it's not big. But You have certain national parks, like Grand Canyon National Park, you know, that expansive... So what number are we up to, you said? 61. That was 61. the 61st national park. So there are 61 national parks in the U.S. That is cool as shit. I'd like to have a list of all the national parks. It Oh, that would be cool. Wouldn't it? I wouldn't... You know how they're doing, like, they're, they start doing 
or at least becoming more popular. Like the little scratch off things for posters, like of TV series oh, yes, or yes. Of books you have to mm-hmm. read, like lists like that. You scratch off when you've done it. Yes. that would be cool to have like one that has all sixty-one national parks, and you right. scratch off when you visit them. I would like that. That would be awesome. I would like that. That's but I cool thought it was pretty shit. cool. And like I said, it looked like they have, especially once you get over like the beaches to marsh to woods, they have like these. It's really well built wooden pathways that you can like walk down so you can do the trails all the way through it and go That'd down be to the beaches a, and stuff. a hell of a camping experience and they say they have camping and all you know is one of their big things so but now that it's a national park you won't be able to have a fire you can't have fires in national parks huh. i would still i would still camp there for the night oh hell yeah because that yeah. would be fun uh-huh very much but i just so. thought that was really cool i i I like parks and stuff like that, and so does my wife. Me and my wife love going out and seeing different, even like the little state parks around. I like when going. When I lived in Missouri, I was really it was really cool because I had two state parks near me. Yes, I you did. Yes. State Park, mm-hmm. and then I had Cave Hollow, which I don't know if it was officially a state park, but it was another really beautiful like wooded area that you can go into and explore. And we used to go up there to both of them all the time, me, her, and my dog, because. And we loved it. It was fun. You know, you guys would like, it's right near us, the Allegheny National Forest. Oh. You would, would like that. There's a lot to see, a lot of trails, a beauty like you could not imagine. There are, like, now that we've moved up here, there are so many things I want to see up in this area. Like, I want to go to Falling Water. Mm-hmm. That's, that's beautiful. That's yes. close. I want to go to, uh, it's the, called the Grand Canyon of Pennsylvania. Yep, the Little Grand, I was just about to say, Pennsylvania's yeah. Little Grand Canyon. I would like I to see because I've seen the pictures of the the way the trees are, it, is, it looks beautiful. Right. You have the Blue Ridge Mountains right down below us, too, that are beautiful. Oh, yeah. Gorgeous stuff. I love that kind of stuff. Yeah, nature's just so beautiful. Yes, I agree. All right, we know what that means. Last clip. I got a goodie for y'all. <laughs> it's called Arrested at My Interview. Doesn't that sound like a good book to read? <laughs> okay. Sounds like something. Alberto Lopez. Could be a sitcom. I like his name. Alberto. Hey, Alberto. Why is he Italian? I don't know. Probably Why not with make Lopez. Why Italian? <laughs> Alberto Lopez. He's probably like, hey, essay. Wow. Anyway, I'm just saying. You don't know. <laughs> Alberto <laughs> Lopez walked into the Cottonwood Police Department to interview for a job opening they had there. During the interview, they ran the standard background test, and surprise, they did a background search on him, and it turns out Lopez was wanted by this particular police department. (laughs) He's wanted for over a year, too, folks. It wasn't, like, just amazing. It seems he stole money from a bank that he previously worked at for over three years. So he's wanted on embezzling charges. That's wow. not something you could forget, would you think? I was about to say, does he not realize, like, <laughs> even if you didn't know they that they knew, you know, that yeah. they were looking for you, if you've ever embezzled, how about let's not apply at the police station? Exa- you know they're going to do a background check. It's the freaking the police department. That's what I said. Even if you didn't know that, you know, they were looking for you and that it was on your record now, but let's not test that theory. No, no. He evaded arrest for over a year before this fateful interview. 
safe to say Lopez is officially out of the running for this particular job. What kind of job was it? It was just like a desk job at the police department. Just like department. a secretary? Yes. <laughs> Idiot! Why would you want to... Why? Alberto, you don't deserve that name. Oh, she's going goddamn. <laughs> I just like what what goes through your mind? They the funny thing is they couldn't find him for over a year. He moved down to a different county and stuff and the police couldn't find him. So he just walks in one day and says I'd like to apply and they're like have a seat we'll interview you. Yeah. They do their background check and they're like, "Hmm, so that's the guy we're looking for for embezzlement. Nice." <laughs> yeah. So he was uh arrested at the end of the interview. Did they, did they let him finish, like, the whole interview? <laughs> I don't know. I just know they said at the end of the interview he was arrested. Nice. Nice. Way I'm to go, Elmer. Sure no matter when the arrest happened, that was the end of the interview. Somewhere there's a mama saying, I'm so proud of my baby. I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. I think that mama's saying, you stupid shit. <laughs> Have I taught you nothing? <laughs> uh, well, kind of sticking with the cop thing. Oh, okay, good. Uh, the Boston SWAT team had a cat adopt Boston. them. Boston. Oh, I'm sorry. They had a cat adopt them, pretty much. Aww. And it was... It, How like, lucky. It is. And there are the pictures of this cat. It's this beautiful little cat. Aww. Um, now, it's no secret that most most of the times people don't get to choose their cat, but the cat kind of chooses them. That's very true. Very and true. I can tell you that with the three cats we have, uh, that's almost oh, always yes. the case. Garfield, I literally found as a, in a dumpster, and he only came up to me, and that's how he became me and my wives. Uh, Max, she was actually going to the pound of the day to adopt a different cat that was the cow next to him. When she saw Max, and Max fell in love with her, and she with him, that's how they became a thing. Felicia's the only one that didn't adopt us, and that was only because her cousin uh, found a cat that found her. Right. Turns out that cat was pregnant, had kittens, so Carmen took a kitten. So I can definitely tell you that is that is almost oh, always most the case. Definitely, <laughs> my mother. All the cats she owns are all strays that went up and found her. Yeah, that just that's why I said so. It's definitely definitely true with that one. Well, this cat started hanging out at the Boston Police Department SWAT team, oh. and it was no exception to that rule. <laughs> one day, the stray cat started to show up on a near daily basis oh. to their headquarters, and they named her SWAT Cat. <laughs> She slowly became the police department's mascot, and they fed her. They took care of her. Uh, she would greet them whenever they returned from a call. <laughs> I love this. I love this story. Go ahead. However, SWAT Cat had no intention to become an indoor cat. No matter how much they tried, they, they wanted to keep her safe and comfortable. Right. So they kept moving her inside the headquarters and inviting her in. And, you know, like, just, you're fine. We'll make it work. She just wanted to live outside. Oh. So one day... One of the officers, uh, his name is Jamie Pietrowski. I'm guessing is how you say it. Sure, we'll I go don't with know. that. <laughs> Sounds Polish. It, it possibly. Well, he had an idea that he wanted to build a cat condo for SWAT Cat. He stayed after work hours for several days just to create a cozy home for her. <laughs> SWAT Cat's very own pet condo. Has glass sliding doors, oh. a large deck for outdoor activities, a roomy <laughs> studio layout inside, oh. and the cat condo looks stylish and comfortable. So it's no surprise that Swat Cat happily moved in immediately. So now that way she can live in a cozy home without giving her, without giving up her life as an outdoor that cat. That is so 
awesome. She wanted I to be an outdoor cat so badly. So they decided, you know what? We're going to give her an oh. outdoor an outdoor oh. home that we know she's still safe and warm because they can keep that. And they, SWAT is beautiful, too. They do, and they give her food oh. every day. I just thought it was awesome that, like, that after college, so she greets them. awesome. I love it. I freaking love it. I thought that was a Way to go, Boston. Class. Yes. The Boston SWAT team has an amazing... <laughs> Absolutely amazing mascot of a cat. Oh, it's so cute too. And the condo they built you is like legitly. You see all these big policemen playing with a kitty cat. It's awesome. They do. <laughs> I, if I remember, I'll, I'll post this picture up in the link down yes. below. Uh, He's beautiful. That way you can see the she. the picture of her in this condo because the condo is like <laughs> it's, it's awesome. It's it's a really they yes. they spent serious time, money, and effort. To build this. Oh, yeah. It has shingles and all. Like, it's uh, legitly... It's beautiful. <laughs> I wonder if he'll come over and do our deck work. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. I freaking love it. Way to go, Boston. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I just thought that was the best love it. last clip ever I could find. If I ever go to Boston, I want to visit the SWAT team's kitty. The hell with the Plymouth Rock and everything. I'm going to go there. <laughs> I love it. I just love it. No, I I thought that was really That's that's awesome. That's amazing. The and power of the... animals is unbelievable. No, it is so true and they they adopt you most of the time. Yes. They didn't it's not like one of them found a cat at a call, you know, wanted to bring it to, you know, like it was a young kitten they felt bad so they brought it back. No. They were literally just coming in and out of work and this cat started you know, showing up all the time dogs, and then wouldn't leave. <laughs> dogs can do that, too. Oh, yeah. They know, like, they, they'll go up to somebody they know who will like them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. When I was in Turkey, they have a stray dog problem over there, like, in unbelievable proportions. But whenever we would go out of and go visit, like, Cappadocia and stuff and walk around, you walk around all these little towns... The dogs would follow me everywhere. I have three, four stray dogs following me, waiting for me when I get out of the store. The other ladies would laugh and giggle, but it's like they knew. It's like the dogs are, oh, this woman's a sucker for dogs. Let's follow her. And they were right. I give them <laughs> treats, you know. It is it is what it is. Yeah, they say just, they, they still have no idea, like, what caused SWAT to show up at first. Oh. She just decided to show up and <laughs> she never left. She just feel the safety there. Yeah, she showed up and then just never left. And they, I love it. They try to pick her up and put her inside and she would escape. They try to invite her inside and entice her with food. My mama would, had a kitty like she that. She would run back out. She loved them and wouldn't leave them. Right. But she wanted to be outside. So you they remember, go to her condo. You remember my mama's cat, Taz. You yep. loved him. He refused to be an indoor cat. Mm -hmm. Flat out refused. He didn't want nothing to do with the indoors. No, that's how SWAT is apparently. But it loves this little condo. That is awesome. I love that. You've got to look up the picture of the condo. You're going to be like, damn. I think it's so awesome that it, she greets it, them from calls when they get back. Yes. Like they go out to a call and they, <laughs> you got to catch awesome. on a Hey, what's up, guys? You're back? Ooh. Everybody here? Good. Great. Good call. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I, I absolutely love it. I thought that was awesome. That's a good-ass story. I don't care who you are. Well, if you like those stories... And you know or you did. at least like our 
telling of the stories and our commentary and our jokes, albeit some of them probably offended half of you this week. Thank no, you. I don't. I don't believe that. <laughs> What's up, SA? What was that even? That was my gang signs I was throwing out. Yin should have seen them. Yin should have been impressed. You should stop. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if you did, you had a good time. Let us know. Like I said uh, at the beginning of the show, make sure you're commenting on our Twitter or yeah. tweeting us on our Twitter, commenting mm. on our Facebook. Mm. You can email us really reaction twenty eighteen. I do post the links in the description. Yeah. Uh, oh, right and taste the, the M and M's. Tell us which one you like best. Yeah. Let us know what you think of the stories. Uh, let us know. Uh, just anything, you know, if we're doing something right, doing something wrong, mm -hmm. what do you like, what don't you like? We probably uh, won't change, but you can tell us. No, <laughs> what are your opinions psych. on the story? And I highly suggest you go out and try the M&Ms. Yes. I know everyone had to be looking forward to this time of the year. Again. Oh, yes. The three M&Ms are out. We have tried them here. You have the to or the English toffee peanut, the Thai coconut peanut, and the horrific Mexican jalapeno peanut. <laughs> um... <laughs> If you look, it has my favorite M&M character, who is Mr. Yes. Peanut. Not only is he the best tasting, he is the funniest of all the M&M mascots. He's funny, but I still like the green lady the best. But go ahead. No, she's good, because she's, she she's has, like, a little, little sexy. She's like, darn, chicken, darn, darn. And she's a little sassy, too. So yeah, I like her. She's I like awesome. Her. But I've, I, I don't know. I just love the... I, I, I love yellow. He but is if you look real. at him, he has awesome, real. great little... He has like a little. Oh yeah, he's dressed for, for each. He has some brown jalapenos. He has a, a nice British, very formal <laughs> nice hat. Nice British derby, a spotty. Derby. That's what I was trying. That's, that's the word I was trying to think of. Thank Couldn't think of the yeah. name of the hat. I'm like the the the. <laughs> but no, I would definitely let us know which ones you like the most. Yeah. Let us know how much spicy foods suck. <laughs> how they it's a little much. Not be torn into. I think he's trying to sway you guys. <laughs> I'm just saying. If I were to sway you, options. it would be toward the coconut. But I don't sway people. I know. That's why you're going to vote Toffee because it's better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I said, thank you again for listening us, joining you, us in this you. week. Please join us in next week as we yes. go into the next episode. And we'll have more great stories, more great jokes, more fun times. Until we get there, uh, either A, just donate to my vet bill if you don't have your animals. <laughs> I will tell you what it's like. To I got no owner. vet bills. Oh, I, I have plenty. So if you want to be an animal owner and you're wondering about it, tell you what, talk to me. We'll split the bill 50-50, and we'll see if you still want an animal after that. <laughs> if you already have animals, which I know most of you do, and we yep. all are yep. animal lovers here, mm. make mm. sure you help control the pet population. Yes. Spay and new to your pets. And, and most of your, your relatives. relatives. Especially if they're going to get arrested in an interview. We don't. Yeah, see that guy well, should have been out after 30. He should oh, be spayed. Yeah.